Hey there, it's Pastor T with another Psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And this week I'm coming to you from uh, some less spiritual environs. I'm in the basement of the parsonage of our home here. It looks like our catacombs, right? But uh, I've been under quarantine, uh, having tested positive for COVID-19 last week. And I continue to recover. I'm doing well, but I can tell you that the Psalms have been a constant companion for me throughout this season, and uh, what a blessing to be able to ruminate on Psalm 90 last week and Psalm 2 already for this week, and so we're going to get into it. Today, uh, we are, and this week, we are reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord Psalm 2, and our Learn by Heart Antiphon is verse 7. So I encourage you to follow along in your own Bible at home or to listen as I read. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son, today I have begotten you. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together, against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, Let us burst their bonds apart and cast away their cords from us. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I have set my king on Zion, my holy hill. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage, and the ends of the earth your possession. You shall break them with a rod of iron, and dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I will tell of the decree. The Lord said to me, You are my Son. Today I have begotten you. Sonship and kingship. These two themes go together and are intertwined in Psalm 2. And as we pray it and lay it to heart, they come back to us. Now, Psalm 2 is the appointed psalm for the baptism of our Lord, which we celebrated yesterday. And I don't think it could be more fitting. This verse, this proclamation, already anticipated in the Old Testament of the Father speaking these words, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. As we heard the Father's voice speaking over Jesus at his baptism, you are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. And for us to pray Psalm 2, and especially to lay verse 7 to heart, is to realize that now in Christ, united with him in holy baptism, now those words are spoken over you and me. As God says to us, you are my son, you are my daughter, with you I am well pleased. This speaks to our sonship, to having been adopted into the family of God. And so as we pray Psalm 2, we meditate upon the promises that are made herein. It's made first and foremost to Jesus, the true Son of God. But now, by derivation, by our connection, our union with him, there are promises that are made to you and me too, adopted into the family of God. But it also speaks to kingship and to true kingship. This is a psalm, a messianic psalm speaking already of our Lord Jesus, that as the Son of God, as the heir to the promises and the kingdom of God, he is the one who is to rule over all creation. And so the prayer goes on, Ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage, the ends of the earth your possession. 
And so all the kings of the earth are addressed. Be wise, be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. As many of us have, are still reeling from the events in our nation's capital last week, Psalm 2 is a fitting reminder that any time we place our hope in earthly rulers, earthly leaders, in a way that is unbecoming of the people of God, it can't help but lead to, well, if not to violence, at least to a misplaced hope, an idolatry even. And Psalm 2 encourages us to recognize, no, Christ Jesus is our true King and Lord, and no one else and nothing else is able to replace that. And so as we pray Psalm 2, we recognize the true kingship of Christ Jesus, that we are sons and daughters of the king, that we are his subjects, that we belong to the reign and rule of God, and that all other earthly allegiances and commitments, while important and while they're valuable as insofar as we are citizens of this world, nevertheless ultimately take a back seat to our true allegiance, that we belong to King Jesus. We serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling, recognizing that we are sons and daughters of the only Sovereign, our Savior and King, Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Thanks be unto you, O Lord Jesus Christ, because you were once dead and by your blood redeemed us from sin and everlasting torment. We desire to serve you all the days of our life. Preserve us in the midst of so many enemies, and by your mighty hand, preserve us for your eternal kingdom. In your name we pray. Amen. And now may you go forth this week confident in your identity as sons and daughters of the King, living joyfully and faithfully under his reign and rule. Go in his peace.